When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Welcome to the Creator Spotlight, the interview portion of the Spotlight here on Fightful. I am Steven Jensen, as always, joined by Jeremy Lambert. And our guest today is the former New South Tag Team Champion, former New South Champion, and current two-time reigning defending action champion. We got any style, Adam Priest, joined the show. Adam, how you doing, man? Thanks for joining us. Good guys, man. Thank y'all for having me on. I'm always surprised when somebody wants to hear me say something. So uh, I appreciate it. Oh, no. We're very much looking forward to this, man. Um, we, I've been following your career uh, pretty closely for the last, you know, the last few years. I know you, you just started probably about, what, five, six years ago. Um, but really, like, you came, you got on my radar through New South and, like, immediately, like, became, like, a guy in the scene. Like, what, what was it like kind of having such, like, a really, like, a fast rise? And a lot of it kind of came, like, during the pandemic as well. Uh, yeah, I don't want to bounce around. Um, so tell me if I venture off. Um, yeah, New South was my first, like, um, where, where I started wrestling a lot of names and stuff. I started at a real small place, like kind of like a shithole place in Alabama. Um, it was kind of the guys training the guys. So I never really formally got trained. So I had a handful of matches this one year and then a handful of matches this other year. And and then I met a few guys and I learned, oh, I need to, this isn't real. So my first two years, I really don't count as much. So then I got in with uh, the New South guys, guys like CMD and um, um, at the time like Donnie and, and some of those guys. But uh, 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 I started getting a lot of uh, work there and that got me into Tennessee and Georgia and, um, and, and a lot of those places. It got met guys like, formerly known as Logan Creed. And uh, I don't know if y'all know who he is now, but uh, mm-hmm. um, all those guys. And then, and then during the pandemic, the South was kind of the only place running, you know, for, you know, for good or worse, however you want to look at it. So all the big names were coming down here. So it was a perfect storm of, Hey, we're running nowhere else is so all the names the gcw names these indie names they all came down to us and i wasn't good yet which i don't think i'm that great now but i kind of had to get good fast because i kind of had no choice so uh unfortunately unfortunately covid was the best thing to happen for me in a way sure shitty way to say it but uh that's kind of how things kind of got rolling and uh had some matches with some names and uh, I just got better. So I'm still always getting better now. So, yeah, I mean, Logan Creed, that's a guy we just, you might have just been like tweeting about him potentially like earlier today, actually, if people want to put two and two together on, on who that person may or may not be. 
Um, that guy, I very big future for him. I know, I know he's a free agent currently at the time yeah. of this recording. And uh, I've been saying for a long time, he's like, he'd, he'd just be a massive TV wrestler, I, I believe. Yeah, me and uh, me and Logan Creed were best friends, and then he died, and uh, a new guy, old monster, was born, and there we go. we've uh, we we've had we've had some bad nights here lately, so he's not real happy with me right now. But uh, we go we go way back, so he's uh, the best working big man there is. But yeah, yeah he's opinion. the man. He's the man. He's the man. So did, did anyone else, um, like when you were training, anyone else kind of like make it or any other names we'd recognize? I know you said you kind of like were self-trained, but like kind of like in that era, like anyone that we might know of. So my first, um, I, I'm proud to say like my first day of training, a guy by the name of Daniel Perez was there, but now Rolando Perez yeah. Yeah. of NWA, um, we, we had our first match together. We, we tagged versus two other guys. So uh, I started with him in a shithole in Boaz, Alabama, in some random building. And uh, he's done really good for himself. Perez has really done well for a guy, me and him, that thought nobody would come, nothing come of us both. Um, he, he's done real well. So that's one notable name that came from that building. So. That's cool. Yeah, you guys, you guys have both killed it, especially like New South is, you know, and Rolando Freeman on NWA, for those of you who may not know. Freeman, not. Sorry, sorry. Oh, no, no, Rolando Perez on the Indies, I mean, of yeah. course. I mean, um, and uh, yeah, he's he's a guy, both of you guys, like, um, really synonymous with New South. I mean, you mentioned CMD and like mm -hmm. some others. Um, who, I mean, could you speak kind of to like just the overall experience with new South? Cause like we've interviewed quite a few people that have been a part of their shows and mm -hmm. um, they, they put on like a really great product and I really loved them. Um, action, action clash as well. Yeah. Um, it really, uh, I feel like at its hot, um, it was really good during the pandemic. Uh, everything was really good and things were rolling. Um, I'm not going to sit here and bash people or bash anything. It's just sometimes your time runs out somewhere and you've done everything there is to do. And, you don't agree with some people or some things, so it's time to move on. Um, I don't keep up with it now, but listen, I, I met uh, Derek Neal there. He he taught me how to, like, he taught me a lot. Derek Neal, he, he's one of the best veterans there is on the Indies. He, he's better than he ever has been. He's 20 years in. Um, guys like, like I said, Derek Neal, who else? Um, like some of those indie names that come in, you know, the Mance Warners, the uh, uh, I wrestled Rhino there, I wrestled Davy Boy Smith. So, you know, full full circle, my first ever indie wrestling show, I watched Rhino, and about three years later, I wrestled him in a main event. So, that was the first cool thing in the indies where I was like, oh, I've actually done something cool now, because um, I was a big Rhino mark. So, uh, like, just names like that, it, it's a learning experience. Listen, I can't go back and watch those matches now. That's it. That's just two years ago, and I can't watch my shit. I hate my shit. But I was really learning how to do things better. You know, I still can't watch them now, but I was really getting better at that time. And uh, just a lot of experienced guys that I wrestled in. And they really gave me a good platform and got behind me and, um, I appreciate Dump and those guys for doing what they did, but sometimes your time just runs out somewhere, and I just had to get out of Alabama. So uh, as much as I love it, I had to get out of here. So I, when it comes to the pandemic, I know you. As you can see by my I, cup here. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah. Ahead, we'll, we'll I, I know. I know you said that like 
it was a good thing that that happened. And I understand what, what you mean by yeah. that, because you were able to stay busy mm-hmm. uh, in the pandemic. And one of the ways you stayed busy is you were on AW Dark and Dark Elevation yeah. a lot. I don't want to assume how you came uh, to yeah. be on this show, but I'm, I'm kind of putting puzzle pieces together <laughs> here. And, and was that through Sean Dean? Because you wrestled him. And then yeah. like maybe a week later, you were on AW. So, uh, so, uh, so how did that yeah. all come about? Yeah, so I wrestled Sean at action, and Sean likes to say I hurt him, but Sean didn't know what he was doing. Sean slipped. So he'll never hear this because he's a big name or whatever now, so he don't <laughs> care about me. But, uh, yeah, I wrestled Sean, but he landed on his head. I put him on his head. So that wasn't why I was already figured to be there. I'm sure if uh, the plans were the other way around, he would have made sure I wasn't there. But, uh, no, Sean's a good dude. Um, we wrestled at action, but – for a time period, I was working out at the Nightmare Factory before it was what it is now. Like, uh, I don't want to get in the ins and outs, but, like, they would ask people, hey, come work out. You know, I don't I don't know who what everybody's money or agreements were or anything, but I was there for a while. And uh, I'd say the person that spent the most time, like, critiquing and helping me was QT um, of anybody. But – there was a lot of cooks in the kitchen training and helping. So um, I was just there a few weeks, but something personal made me come home and I couldn't spend two or three days there at a time a week. So something personal came up and I had to come home and and stay home for a while. Um, So I spent a lot of time there and got to know Sean Dean and everybody thinks I'm a Georgia guy for some reason, because I've come up around that same group that AC Mac, Alan Angel, Sean Dean, um, um, all those A4 kids. So I just come up around a lot of them and I know them. So I just got my foot in the door there. QT asked me to come to uh, Dart. And, and it was different then. It's not like it is now or was. I know it's not a thing anymore, but I was there, man, and I was getting a lot of matches. I mean, I it was during the pandemic and they needed a lot of guys for what they were doing. And they they treated a lot of indie guys well, man. They um, say what you want about whatever. They uh, they paid a lot of guys and helped a lot of indie guys that weren't working. Um, a lot of guys didn't do anything but that for two years. So they did a lot for, for indie guys and really helped out. So I enjoyed um, my time there, and I went back a time or two, but I just didn't want to be the guy hanging around. I still had some growing to do, so – I had some bookings there and uh, I went on about my business. So, uh, but I pre, um, I don't know if that answered your question or not. Did it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was, yeah. Yeah. So I, I didn't want to go the long way around, but no, no, you, you, you let me know kind of how it, how it uh, came about and then your experience there, which is, yeah. which is what, what I was looking for. And then I was yeah. going to kind of piggyback off of that because you, you did do the ROH taping uh, yeah. recently. And I was wondering kind of the difference from doing the pandemic tapings to actually sort of being a little bit on the road as, as they've gotten out of uh, everyone's gotten out of the pandemic. Um, wasn't much different. Um, uh, <laughs> let me say how to word this. Um, I will be back. Uh, I, they did the tapings in Orlando but it was just, you know, they had only had one other set of tapings for ROH, the AEW ROH. So it's very fresh, and I don't think they had an idea of exactly what they were going to do. But now with the collision tied in with the Ring of Honor and you see the different groups are with certain shows, um, 
I think things are a little bit different, and you might see me there sooner rather than later. I don't know. But uh, it, it wasn't much different than the dark and elevation of before when I was there. You saying that I was just in a six man and stuff like that. But uh, I think some things got ironed out, and it will be a little different going forward. Um, I think you'll get a more ROH uh, style or what people perceive as ROH going forward. And that's just me from the outside looking in and just hearing people talk. So um, hopefully, hopefully I'll be back. Awesome. And I think I will be. So I hope, I hope to, to see you in Atlanta potentially. Like I know AEW is coming here very yeah. soon, later this mm -hmm. month. Uh, they're doing a big collision dynamite taping and stuff, hang, hanging it all in. So um, I definitely love to see you as a part of AEW and ring of honor yeah. more often. And you mentioned, um, you know, the nightmare factory and, uh, a guy from the Nightmare Factory, we've gotten to know him pretty well, is Baron Black. And mm -hmm. I've met you in person and interviewed you briefly, actually, at Battle Slam before. You have become quite the legend at Battle Slam. Um, in fact, I, some of my favorite entrances of all time are you coming out to Gucci Mane's Lemonade. Um, yeah. And and Baron Black told us that you almost blew the speakers out the first time you came to it, too, with the bass. <laughs> so um, what, are your, what have your experiences been like at Battle Slam? Because... Um, I, you've become like one of the most over people on that show, in my opinion. Look, man, I had a blast. Um, you know, it's fun being the token white guy sometimes, you know, <laughs> so it, it, it was, uh, look, the first few shows were great. It, it was fun. I hadn't been back in, in a minute. Um, uh, yeah, Baron helped me out a lot. Baron's been good to me. Um, I had a blast at those shows, man. I mean, you you were there for all the wild ones. It it was just every night I'd get there and I'd go, what can we do to, to – <laughs> It, it was the first time I could actually show, like, hey, Adam's not just some bland white guy. You know what I mean? Well, and it's um, funny because you got, like, all your, all your like, like other, like, wrestlers that are there. Everyone just, like, you just hear from random pockets. You hear, yeah, Priest. Yeah, yeah. Priest. Yeah, like, uh, like, yeah. yeah, just, I, I love I love that because, like, everyone's, I, like, kind of in on it. Like, it's fun. I, I got a lot of street cred from those shows. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's just put it that way. So, had some had some ladies come out with me one time. I got heat from yep. the girlfriend on that one. But, uh. <laughs> But everything, uh, it was really fun, man. It, it, it was really fun. Um, got to meet some cool people. Um, you know, he had some artists there and stuff. And uh, um, I, I just had a blast, you know, doing that. And I now do kind of some similar stuff at Naptown Pro um, in, in Indianapolis. They do some similar, you know, uh, stuff for um, – like heavily cultured shows and stuff like that and like for the neighborhood and community and stuff and they call me lemon pepper priest that's where that was born so uh i get in trouble if i don't work. when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time kroger fresh for everyone fuel restrictions apply you know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours activities excursions and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from 
everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real Traveler Reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Or yellow, but like I've only got one set of yellow gear, so I just mix it up. You know, I love the Meg the Stallion and the Gucci Mane entrances, so um, I, I just try to pop them out every once in a while. So. Yeah, yeah, Priest the Stallion. Priest the Stallion. That's my favorite one. I, I love that one. And I thought that one would catch on, but it didn't because I think that was pretty cool. But yeah, but that one didn't quite catch on like lemon pepper. So, what, what, what was uh, the experience like with um with Terminus? Because I know you did some with Terminus as well, which is kind of like a like a sister promotion of Battle Slam. Uh, so I'm sure it's not a secret that like Gresham and um and Baron had a lot to do with that. Sure. Um. I think the idea behind that, and me and Gresham talk a good bit now, and I'm not speaking for him by no means, but like, uh, I think the idea behind it was kind of like an East Coast PWG in a way, in my in my vision, because those first two shows we had were effing loaded, dude. I mean, like, I was in a four way, but my four way was Daniel Garcia and and, and two other guys. I'm I'm going blank who was in there, but it was like a crazy four way, and you had Bandito versus Gresham, which was supposed to be the ROH, the last ROH title match. Like, there was just crazy matches on there, man. So, um, I, I really think that uh, hopefully that resurfaces. Um, I don't know anything, but I couldn't tell you if I do know anything also. Um, if if that got back rolling, I really think the East Coast, I think like a DPW is kind of like that, in my opinion. Um, probably the best show I've ever worked for, honestly. Um but but I would really – I'm always trying to talk Gresham into getting that back going because um, I really think the East Coast needs a which, – which we have great shows, and I'm not, I'm not shitting on any other shows or promotions, but I think that Terminus idea was really – those were some loaded shows, man. So uh, I was a fan of it. There were some really talented guys on those cards. Yeah, yeah, and, and they put out a teaser not too long ago that there's like hopefully an announcement coming soon. But to be fair, every time I ever bring it up to Baron, I'm like, So, what's the deal with Terminus? He's like, Announcement coming soon, and then like I don't hear anything. So, like, <laughs> hey, that that's wrestling, buddy. Uh, yeah, there's that's always fair. Another, yeah, man, I, <laughs> that's get fair. It. I get it. That's fair. Um, I know uh, Jeremy's uh big with DPW if you want to uh talk oh, yeah. about that. Yeah, we were just getting talking a little bit off air um, yep. before before we started. I was asking about DPW because I know you're working the show. Uh, when this airs, this interview airs, and the show will already have happened, but it's a uh, DPW Beast Coast this weekend, and that's a big show for them. Like you got Motor City Machine Guns, Violence is Forever. I don't know how the match is going to be. I assume that's going to be a very very good match. Uh, we've talked to Kevin Koo and Dominic Rini. They they have said that DPW is kind of like the new age roh which is like the production the match style how things are just kind of laid out and presented so yeah your overall thoughts and experience on dpw because i know you've worked there uh for a handful of shows now and again returning by the time the show's aired you've already have returned to it yeah i mean just being honest and it's not being degrading or anything i didn't know who they were until a year ago <laughs> they hit they hit me up for a booking and i go to their 
Twitter and it's like however many thousands of followers, like at least five. I mean, I'm t- like really good numbers. And I yeah. go, who the fuck are these guys? <laughs> and I start looking at the card and I'm like, oh, and I knew they had only been running for a short amount of time. And then I get there and I was like, hey, by the way, I had this guy named Cruel. If like we can ride together. And they're like, oh, we love MLW. So we ride over and we get there and we're like, what is going on? Like we had no idea. The production was that great. The crowds are crazy hot. Uh, I go in and they put me in a six man and then I have a good match. And then Cruel didn't even have the booking and he has a banger match with Carino. And now we've got bookings for years now. So like I did him well. So he owes me that anyway. So like we get there and those guys take care of guys. They, the crowd's hot. They're not sitting on their damn hands and spoiled ass fans. Um, just everything, the production, the, the quality of cards. That's one of those shows you get there, just like this card you're saying that's coming up. The Is it Beast of the East? What is East the Coast. Beast Coast? Yeah. Uh, that card is fucking loaded, dude. Like, I just looked at it. I was like, God, man, I got to actually have a good match. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, every card, it's one of those shows you show up and you're like, oh, I've got to be on. Like, it's game on now because it's so loaded. And those guys have such a hardcore following because of the podcast too. They were running shows and, and they've got such a devoted fan base that they're in on their guys. And I'll tell you one thing, dude, that crew of North Carolina kids, I, I wish I was born in North Carolina because there's something in the water because some of those kids are so fucking good. The, the Jackson Drake's Malachi, uh, um, the Cozone, um, all those guys, dude, uh, Westbrook, uh, 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 big brother, what's big, big boy's name. Um, Bojack, oh, like sure. those crop of young guys, man, they're so good. Um, so love the show. I've never thought about the ROH cause I wasn't an ROH kid growing up, but it is a good comparison to early ROH. I mean the, the show, uh, this weekend, again, it'll, it'll have aired by the time people, see see this interview but yeah motor city machine guns against violence forever work horsemen against uh kevin knight and kevin blackwood you're in a submission match against yeah. jackson drake i mean t- talk to me about preparing for a submission match you're any style but it's a little bit of a different style you gotta you gotta go for the submission you gotta lock them in make them tap out but so just preparing for the submission match yeah yeah um I believe that uh, I got to go with what's working. Uh, he, he's had a lot of, uh, I don't know if you know, but that kid's a, a damn mistake waiting to happen. He He's broke his leg. He's broke his ankle. He's bro- He can't stay healthy. So I think it'll be pretty easy for me. But uh, that's a talented little shit, dude. He, he is good. <laughs> he is talented. He's fast. But I'm just going to try and pick that ankle apart that's been messed up for a long time. Um, he'll probably slip up. But uh, submission matches are – Speaking from the entertaining part of it, it you better be on because those are very hard to do. So um, I think there's different ways of going about those matches. And uh, I think me and him will put on we'll, – we'll definitely maybe stand out in that show because that's the one thing I try to do is every show I'm on, people know that Adam Priest match is a little bit different than everybody else's. So. Yeah, another big match you got coming up this weekend that, you know, well aired and y'all can watch it when it does air, of course – um, on the replay, you got a big action wrestling match coming up uh, to defend your title against Billy Starks. Um, 
what, what's it like representing action wrestling for one? And Matt Griffin's a guy who, who we love, um, who I hope to get on the show again sometime soon. Um, but uh, what, what's it like being like kind of the, the face of action wrestling? And then uh, Billy Starks, like with, you know, obviously how successful she's been so fast and so young in her career. Uh, yeah, first with action, um, they've done a lot for me as well. Um, I really transitioned to them. Um, I think that's why a lot of people think I'm a Georgia guy too, because I've been there so long. But um, excuse me, um, I, I've represented action in Germany, in UK, um, all around the South, Northeast. Um, they've done a lot for me. Uh, Matt's bad's been great. Um, he's got me in a little bit of trouble here lately, but Matt's been great. Um, the show is talented as well. That that's a show that is very underrated sometimes and. Uh, I'm really trying to get more eyes on it. Uh, I would like to. I, I don't know if Adam Priest is the best number one guy, but I know I'm one of the best guys to have on the card. So I'm trying to really get the numbers up and, and get people interested with, with what's going on instead of just the names. Um, it's a great show in Tyrone, Georgia. So if you're in the Atlanta area, um, there's a lot of wrestling in Georgia. Um, but that is definitely one to go out to. It's It's – it's a mixture of a good family show and also a very good hardcore audience also. Um, it's meant a lot, and I try to uh, represent it the best way I can. Um, Billy is a psycho. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'll promise you this. She's not putting me on that apron with that move. I'll promise you that. <laughs> um, I will never take it, ever. Um, even if she knocks me out and tries to give it to me, I I'll find a way. Um, Billy is... Billy is a very talented girl, uh, woman. She, she's not a woman. I guess we can say she's a woman now. She's 18. Uh, that kid has been busting her ass. I, um, I don't know if this is going to – her parents, I think, have done a great job with how they've handled it. I've, I've had different opinions about young kids in wrestling, and they, they have really done a great job, her mom and them, um, and, and – uh, she has really busted her ass. There's a lot of young kids in wrestling, like Mathers and, and Rogan was a young kid and, and just any of those guys, man. Um, she's really earned everything she's got. Um, she's got that fat check coming now, so I'm not sure how uh, how our match is going to go. I might just have to beat her ass. I'm not sure. But um, <laughs> she's got that fat check coming in, so I know she's enjoying that, and she deserves every bit of it. Um, the kid needs to uh, not fall on her head so much, though. So, it's a, you know. <laughs> But you sound like both. Mouse now. Yeah. 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 Yeah, but, I know. yeah. Mouse is always bitching at her, but, um, <laughs> but listen, none of us listen until we start listening. You know what I'm saying? But she'll be fine. She'll learn. So, yeah. She took a, a rough, uh, she took a psycho driver from, uh, um, oh my gosh. What was the match I just saw this weekend? It was, she got knocked out like legit, uh, from it. It was, um, Oh my gosh, Brandon Kirk! It was Brandon Kirk. Brandon Kirk gave her a psycho oh. driver, like on like a like a, on like open chairs, and um, like they were standing on the chairs. He hit him, and they you know tumbled you know right into the chairs. And it was like a it was it was it was kind of scary because like you know he pins her. The ref counts three. Everyone's kind of confused. Everyone kind of checks on her, and they want to restart the match. That's how crazy Billy is. Is she's just like, all right, I'm good now. Like just ring the bell again. Like and they did the whole rest of the match like it was supposed to be afterwards. But um, no, Matt, we we've interviewed Mouse as well, and he's. He's always talking about that. He, he brings up two things pretty often. Uh, one being how crazy Billy is. The other one being that she doesn't cheat enough. Like she needs to cheat more often to win. So, 
Hey, she's a heel in real life, dude. She, she, she's a little shithead, dude. But uh, <laughs> look, hey, I, I'm not. I try not to be that guy. It's like, hey, don't get put on your head. Sometimes we ain't got a choice. We get put on our head. But you know, you got to build a callus up. So she's young enough. She's building that callus up. You know, you gotta like. There's a bump card, but then you gotta gotta weigh it out. You know what I mean? You, so you gotta build your neck muscles up a little bit. So she'll be fine. She'll be fine. Sure. And another uh, something else you got going on this weekend that people can check out after the fact as well is uh, TWE, which, you know, Jade Newman, and those guys at TWE Arena, like in general, has become like a legendary kind of venue in itself. Um, what's it been like being a part of TWE and what you have going on with them this weekend? Because I did not see who you're wrestling. So, um, yes, TWE has kind of been the center of the South for a while. Like, yes, Action's a great show. And, uh, you know, there's been stuff like SUP and Nashville and all that. But um, When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. TWE has been the center of, you know, SCI, Uncharted. Um, it's a good center point. You know, you can get to everything for about two or three hours, you know. So, um, Jaden's done a real good job up there. Uh, me and him spent a lot of time in the U.K. and Germany together and just talking about stuff. Um, it's been the hub, and it's a, it's, it's a good little building. I mean, you get that building packed in there with 200 people, sometimes that's some of your best shows. Uh, sorry, I got some stuff going on. Sometimes that's some of your best shows, man. Um, pack building. I'd rather a pack building than, you know, a shitty half-filled building. So um, uh, it, it's, it's a great place to go. Good family atmosphere, too, and also some hardcores. Uh, pretty respectable place. Everybody everybody uh, treats everybody with some respect, you know, fans and, and workers. Um, uh, as far as this weekend, I, I'm, I'm in t TWE a good bit. Um, I've got a match coming up, not this weekend, but – in a few weekends, I think the 20, that last week against uh, Darian Bingston. But next oh, weekend, next weekend, I'm wrestling a lady by the name of Mackenzie Morgan. Um, she is from Memphis, and she is a very talented young girl uh, that has a lot of potential. Um, she's a great athlete, uh, a lot of um, spunk. Uh, a lot of charisma, um, and she, uh, she's she been going for a little bit over a year now. I found her at Memphis Wrestling, and I tried to get her in touch with a lot of people. Um, uh, she, she's got a lot of talent, her and uh, Tim Bosby. Um, they both come up from Memphis, but Mackenzie Morgan, she's going to be a star one day, and she will probably sign a contract before I will. So just uh, keep that name in mind. Is, uh, is Benson still the TWE champion right now? He is. We have a rematch because I put him out in SCI, and uh, we finally have a rematch for the TWE titles. So coming up here soon. That's that's great. So people around the time people watch this interview is probably around the time that y'all can check yeah, this stuff yeah, out yeah. we're talking about. So that that's perfect. Please yeah. seek this out when it when it's available. Benson, another guy. I, it was cool. it was good seeing him get a shot at the SCI. He got in with like the like the uh, the what they call it the scramble, scramble. match. Like the, the yeah. Um, which was uh, it was cool. It was cool and to see to see him as a part of it. So, good stuff. Yeah. 
you you mentioned signing a contract and McKenzie will we'll sign one before you. Is is that a goal of yours to to sign a contract with one of the top bigger companies? Uh, yeah, I think anybody that says they don't want the money, they're idiots, and I think they're lying. But um, here's the deal, man. I, I can only be me. You're always finding who you are, and, and I know I'm not a finished product yet. Um. It's kind of going back to what I said about AEW. I didn't want to hang around because then you're the guy that's just oh and seventy five or whatever the fuck you know. Um, I needed to go. I need to go find myself, and I, I'm still not done finding myself. If and now if a company wants to come to me now and be like, "Hey, we love it," then great, you know. But uh, I just focused on myself. Uh, some a smart guy told me one time, um, "Hey, I, I wasted half of my life." worrying about signing that contract. And the more I worried about it, the farther I got. And when I started not giving a shit and just being me, then, you know, fortunes came. Um, I don't, I didn't get into it to just do it for shits and giggles either. Um, I do want some money. That'd be nice. Uh, But I had this uh, infatuation and this love of, I look at wrestling, I think, different than a lot of people, not to get too romantic about it, but uh, I think there's something beautiful about I think the cream always rises, and I think uh, the guys that learn to eat shit and eat shit for a long time really get it. We see it like a guy on TV right now, Eli Knight. I mean, look at that dude. Mm-hmm. Look at what he's done for 20 years or what. Um I think there's something romantic about having the territory lie for a while and really finding yourself. I think uh, it's really hard for – there's very few guys that can go to a performance center and really find themselves and become a big star. I think uh, it's really important for guys like an AJ Styles or those kind of guys that really went through it and went everywhere then to finally figure out who they are. So – I really love the territory kind of style of it. And because you look at the WWE those years back in the day, like people were getting there at 37, 38 years old. You know, it's a different time, but I always said it was romantic. Those are my heroes. So there's kind of a part of me that's like, I'm going to eat shit for a while and I know it. You know what I mean? Because that's what my heroes did. Um, I don't know if that gives a. <laughs> no, it's. It, Dom Negrini said something similar when we talked to him. He's like, you are going to have to eat shit for a while, but you have to learn to not always like the taste of it because otherwise you will just continue to eat it. And at some point you're going to have to say, no, I'm not eating this hey, anymore. Nobody hates an eight hour drive more than me. I, I, <laughs> I fucking hate it. Dude. I hate all that. I would rather be sitting here watching a football game. Like I can't stand it, but I also love Love it also. You know, it, um, uh, it's very difficult, but anything that's easy isn't worth fucking doing. You know, um, it's uh, it's an interesting life. I mean, you miss out on a whole lot, um, but it is what it is, man. It is what it is. So, Yeah. You, uh, you mentioned, you know, kind of the process of like finding yourself and some people it might take a long time or, you know, you're constantly kind of reinventing yourself to figure out, you know, what works best. And um, 
something that I really like about you is your moveset. Like, like your, like the way that you wrestle the any style thing, I, I think is very appropriate. But on top of that, I really like that you have a basic DDT. Like your finisher is a DDT and you put people down for the three with it. The Alabama jam, you whip out every now and then when you need to. And I mean, <laughs> you've hit some gnarly, you've hit some gnarly ones. I, I love the, uh, the one in action, the, uh, off the top, the top rope to the outside through the door or table, whatever, whatever was yeah. set up there that you went through. Um, yeah. So, uh, kind of what was the, uh, the idea behind choosing the DDT as your finishing move? Because I love, I I've always thought that that was like, that should be a finishing move. That shouldn't be like a setup move. That's a legitimate move that would put people down. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I just had to start being myself. I think, uh, God, I'm trying not to ramble here because there's a whole lot I would like to say. No, please um, let us let us know. What's I just going don't want to get lost. So I was very bland. Like the new New South years. Like yes, people like me, but I knew that's not me. Like uh, I really need to start finding myself. So I really told myself, hey, dumb it down as much as you possibly can and be really good at three things and worry about every so, – so you're not worried about what you're going to do in the match. Now I can react to what's going to happen in the match. Um, I don't want to give away all my tricks, but I think of everything with threes. I've got a three-move rule. I've got uh, just all kinds of different little things in my head because I was so worried about, oh, what am I going to do to hang with all these indie fucks that do everything under the sun? I can't do that. I've always been second, but I've never been the all-state baseball player. I've never been the first-round draft pick. I've never been the most jack. I've never been the top. I've always been just right outside that lead. So I knew I've got I've got to still get better at all the other shit that nobody else focuses on. Everybody's great, and I'm not shitting on guys. And Hey, I wish I could do what these guys like Blake Christian or all these guys can do. I have a real problem with wrestling now where it's like, oh, people shit on what I do and the simplicity of what I do, but everybody else is allowed to have their opinions about what they do. So my opinion of wrestling is very different. And I look at all the stars in the past and I try to go, name five moves they did. Name, name. You will know they cared about Steve Austin. They care about MJF. They care about Dusty. They care about Triple Like Nobody gives a shit. Now, there is an absolute spot for those crazy, flippy white guys. Like, it's amazing what these guys can do. But, like, I can't do that shit. I just can't. And, and even if I can do it, I'm going to look like shit doing it on the same card with them, and that just exposes me. So I'll just try to sim simplify it as much as I can and worry about trying to get people invested and caring about me. And that's something that's really happened at Action. It's Bizarro World. I'm a heel everywhere else in the world, but there, I'm their asshole. So yeah. so that place has really helped me. Um, yeah, I just have a real problem with the way wrestling has went with some things. And I, I just have to do it the way I want to do it and the way I'm happy or I'll never be happy. And that goes back to the contract shit and all that other stuff. I just got to be happy with the way I'm doing it. And uh, I've been having a lot of fun here lately. So, uh, so um, yeah, I try to dumb it down, man. And uh, that uh, 
you know, somebody else's ZDT might not be a finish. Great. Don't give a shit. Barry Bonds had a different – everybody hit home runs, but that one guy's swing was a little bit better than everybody else's. You know what I'm <laughs> right, saying? I just sure. try to – I try to compare shit to other sports. You know what I mean? Well, I remember even, like, a story from uh, when when Cowboy James Storm had that really brief run in, in NXT, um, like, between, like, impact runs. He was there for, like, a couple appearances. And I remember him talking in an interview about how he had a conversation with Triple H – and Triple H was like, hey, you got to change your finish. You know, everyone here does super kicks. Like, you know, everyone just uses them. And he was like, differences, you know, when I hit it, people don't get up. And he was yeah. like, okay, fair enough. Like, you can use that. Yeah, it, you know, and it's hard on the Indies, man. I, you know, and, and, and promote, I don't want to get too in the weeds, but people have really respected me and what I'm trying to do for the most part. And I really appreciate it. You know, that goes with shows and workers and – uh I try to do it well so people don't feel shortened. Um, uh, but got, got people have been really respectful. And uh, selfishly, I feel like I have a good one. So um, um, I have to pull out some other crazy stuff, you know, when it, when it gets certain shows. I'll pull out more than a few moves. But uh, oh, I just try I've, to go I was gonna say, I've seen you use a flaming branding iron on people, dude. Like, yeah, well, you're, you're willing to go any style for sure. That's not a move. That's not a move. That's the manager. <laughs> but uh, uh, that's the equalizer, you know. But it don't work all the time, but sometimes it has to get pulled out. So, Yeah. What were those experiences like, Father? Sorry, Jeremy. I'll, 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 I'll pass it to you after this one. With, with, uh, with those kind of like ICW-type shows that you've done, like which is like totally – I mean, really outside of like most wrestlers elements, but like when I see you do it, I'm really like, damn, I this and Jay Newman's another one who's been doing it more recently that I didn't kind of expect to see doing it, but he's really being successful with it. Um, what, yeah. what's your kind of thoughts on doing that? Do you want to do it more often or is that just something where it's like you, you, that's good. You're good on that. Uh, let's be diplomatic here. Um, <laughs> I really, think there's a place for it at certain times um you know i had a crazy match with john wayne murdoch uh yeah eric ryan um i've had some uh really cool stuff happen um i do draw the line at some stuff because i just don't see the benefit in a lot of things um some of those guys are batshit crazy and i don't understand what goes on with them um yeah i don't play with the glass uh i don't play with some of those things hey if they want to do it it's their life it's their body you know whatever um i really enjoy the environment to me there's nothing more beautiful than uh a well-timed guy bleeding and chaos and, and you know you know rick flair bleeding leaving after terry funk has has jumped from the announce table you know what i mean like I think that shit's beautiful. Some shit sucks. And I think a lot of shit on those shows suck. And that's me being as blunt as I can be. But those guys know that. And I've always been blunt and honest with what I think about some of that stuff. But if they want to do it, great. And there's an audience for all that stuff. But I really wanted to prove that I can do anything and I can be pretty good at it without playing by their rules and I can play by my rules. So um, that's kind of goes with the any style thing. So 
you were actually going to ask what I was going to ask, Jensen, is because I see the death matches. I'm like, this doesn't it doesn't seem like it fits Adam Priest, but yet you've done them. And I was wondering, you know, kind of what why you got into them. So I appreciate your answer on that. And then kind of kind of my last one as we start to, to wrap up here. Uh, you mentioned like the different styles and, and how everybody on the Indies might kind of do the same thing and uh, whatnot. And you, you talked about Jonathan Gresham earlier. I, I had a conversation with Jonathan Gresham a while ago where he kind of mentioned the same thing. And he's like, everyone just feels invincible on the Indies. Like there's no one who has, and maybe you've heard this conversation from Jonathan as well. He's like, everybody, no one Superman, has- everybody is a badass. Everybody. Yeah. No, everybody's. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. He's like, no one, no one has a weakness. Like when I get in there, people know that like, if I get hit, like kind of striking, it is my weakness. I'm not like the, the best striker in the world. I'll I'll pretzel you. I'll turn you into a pretzel, but like striking might not be like my strength. And it sounds like you you follow kind of a similar philosophy of that of like you kind of gotta have a weakness in wrestling so people have sort of a reason to either get behind you or have a reason to be like, Yeah, this guy, he's gonna actually lose for once. <laughs> Yeah, the smart ones figured out. Um, <laughs> I think Jonathan uh, Gresham's one of like the greatest minds in wrestling. By by the way, oh, he's there's nobody better. Um, he's helped me out a lot. Uh, yeah, it's uh, sometimes I watch a pro- and like I said, there's a lane for everything, and I'm not what who the fuck am I? What do I know? But uh, sometimes I watch something. I go, are we in the same? sport here like are we we don't have the same mindset of this at all you know um but people love that shit because you see what's on wednesday nights and you see what's on but you know there's certain shows that i like better uh you know yeah everybody's superman and um if steve austin can get his ass kicked i think everybody can get their ass kicked uh Oh, my dog jumping in the frame here. So uh, <laughs> everybody can get their ass kicked. If Hulk Hogan can get his ass kicked, you know, I, yeah, he, I agree with whatever he said. I probably agree with. So, uh, yeah, that, that pure stuff is a good example. Uh, people might shit on that pure stuff, but um, it's more rest. Like that tells more stories than almost anything, in my opinion. Um, I think, you know, I understand things being more entertaining and stuff, but um uh, it's almost easier to tell a story when there's rules, but uh, some people don't quite think that. Um, I don't know. I, I thought that pure stuff really showed that sometimes there needs to be rules to uh, break rules, but whatever. I mean, I'd like to see you in uh, in some some pure stuff. You mentioned possibly doing ROH uh, coming back at some point. I, I would like to to see that some type of pure rules match with Adam Priest. Yeah, yeah, we did some stuff, but Gresham ran some mag shows. Uh, like I said, I, I'm gonna try and talk him into you know getting some stuff going. I think he's got a little bit of opening in his schedule now, but uh, he's doing great in impact. But I'm gonna try and talk him into. I I love him. I, I don't think it's something that I want to do every night, but uh, I think it really. There, I think the pandemic era of Ring of Honor was really capitalizing, and I think. From him pushing that, I think he was a catalyst in that. I thought that was great. I, I thought they were different. I thought that pure stuff was different. Hey, if you don't like it, piss off. Who cares? You know, but 
I, I thought that stuff was great. Uh, it's not for everybody, but I think there needs to be rules to break rules. So, for sure. I, uh, I know you said you don't like going back and watching your own matches, but do you have a favorite match and or a favorite moment like of your own career? Hmm. Uh, I can't single out one match. I think me and the Anthony Henry stuff was really good in action. Yeah. Yeah. Um, action uncharted. I, I think that, the more I look back, the chaos of that last match, like the only, the most clout I ever got from anything is when I jumped out of camera frame and like <laughs> flew and broke a table with my head. Like there's that image. There's me coming off the ladder through the table, uh, pile driving each other, no ropes. Uh, the asshole would bust me open every match. Uh, the hard kicks, you know, that last match was like, wow. So that was a moment that night where I was like, oh, we did something there um, in that building. Uh, we had a really good Uncharted match. Uh, that was about 20-something minutes. So the Henry stuff, that's a guy I didn't talk about. He, he did me a lot of help and kicked my ass a lot. But we had about a five-match run last year. Um, those stick out uh, – the Murdoch matches, I had two with Murdoch, and, and he may be the best of that world. Like, that right. genre, uh, it, that guy's a, a hell of a wrestler, uh, deathmatch or not. Um, let me think if there's anything moment-wise. Uh, is there anything that comes to your mind? I, I'm trying to think of, like, a moment where I'm like, oh, that was cool. Uh, um, I mean, you beating Derek Neal for the New South title. Yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. I liked your uh, – I really liked your match against Daniel McCabe at SCI. That was a really oh, good one. Thank you. That, man, that's been like two years there. Yeah. Maybe two years ago now or, or so, maybe. McCabe's um, a guy who doesn't get talked about enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's he's. I've worked him a lot here uh, at, in the past. Um, man, I don't know. I, I've, a lot of stuff slips my mind. I know we're trying to get off here. but um, well, You and Alec Price was recent. Yeah, yeah, we had a, about a seven-minute match at Open, and uh, that guy, uh, me and him are really good together. We uh, we really put it on. We had one other match before, but that was two years ago when we both grown up. We had about seven minutes the other night, and uh, it, it we're pretty good together. Um, yeah, because y'all wrestled each other, like, over yeah. the years, but, well, like, we were, like, both yeah. of you are really, like, putting it all together right now. Like, yeah, like, it's you're both really making names for yourselves. I, I think uh, you'll see us together at some point coming up and actually uh, be able to put on a show, man. Um, I don't know, man. I, I've had a lot I've with a lot of cool guys. Um, some guys I've met stuff is cool, like personal stuff, but the, the Henry matches and the Murdoch matches have probably been my, like, spectacle matches in a way, so – um, I look back at those like, hey, I actually did something that night, you know. So, Adam, the the last one that we we ask everybody is, what is the coolest thing you have in your room? Oh shit! Let's let's, let's <laughs> we'll go in there. Let's look yeah. here. Hang on, I'm gonna turn my lights on. Sorry. No, you're good. Thank you. Well, I can show you my dog. He he's in my bathroom. Let's do. What's the dog's name? Can't... Four. I have a Rottweiler. You see? Oh. Nice. He, he's a little fat and out of shape. He, he's laying in there. Look what I got in my room here. 
okay, here, here's something cool. I've got a picture here. Let's try to. All right. I know it's terrible reflection here. All right. <laughs> it is a picture of Benoit, Guerrero, and uh, Jericho in 90. Shit, that'd be 97, right? Before they jumped. In WCW? Yeah, like Benoit's wearing the red tights. So WCW, my best friend Stick, he um, he, big WCW fan. He's a lot older than me. He's like a crazy old uncle, you know. Um, He took that picture, you know, years ago, and he gave it to me. Now, like I got into wrestling, and and he knows that Benoit Guerrero is like two of my guys, and he just it's the random picture he took that night. And he, he took it and he gave it to me. So that's a random little thing I have from that night. Um, I'm trying to give y'all something more interesting here. I don't know. That that's about the only cool thing I can show you. So no, that's that's cool. <laughs> no, yeah, that's a yeah. We've had people show pictures and then a great story behind it of like, hey, I took this and I know you, you're now a wrestler. Some of your favorites, like that, is a is a very cool thing. Yeah, yeah a little bit of other styles in your style, by the way. And any yeah, style. yeah. I mean. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I get compared to one of those guys a lot, but I try to not be compared. It's, to I, 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 I myself did not want to bring that up during this interview. I was gonna actually <laughs> look. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not disrespectful. Look, I get, right. I, I get it. Um, I can tell when people's be, people are being a smart ass about it. You know, uh, I, it's obviously a compliment by some people. It's never like oh for the other reasons. You sure. Know? Um, it's always because of style or whatever, but yes, I pick a lot from him, but it's just, sometimes you just naturally like somebody. It's not by, Oh, you know, it's not like Ziggler to HBK level. You know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> it's just, uh, we move the similar sometimes. Um, but Guerrero, I think is, he's in my top three. Uh, nobody was better at, at a lot of things than him. So, Oh yeah, just two of my favorite guys, and he gave me that picture. So I just keep it along with family pictures and stuff. So awesome, very cool. A- Adam, thank you again for for joining us tonight. Let everybody know where they can find you at. Uh, yeah, Twitter and Instagram. Um, I'm usually saying something pretty stupid. Uh, Adam underscore Priest underscore I think. Uh, Twitter and Instagram. Um, not Threads yet. Not TikTok. I, I'm. Re- I'm I'm not doing it. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not going. I'm with you. I want Elon to burn it down before I go. Uh, (laughs) We'll see what happens. Um, uh, But mainly on the Instagram and Twitter, not doing threads. Everybody's trying to talk me into going to that. I'm not doing it, dude. Um, So just just there. um, That's where I get all the bookings and and everything. So and I post weekly what I'm doing every week. So uh, you can keep up with everywhere I'm going to be there. There you go. All the links are below, everybody. You can follow Adam there on uh, X, Twitter, uh, anywhere else uh, that that he's on. Not the threads. He's not going there. And uh, keep up with him, you know, in the ring, whether it's IWTV, whether it's uh, on Honor Club soon enough, hopefully, or or anywhere else. Uh, Adam, check out the the recent GCW appearances. I mean, big stuff uh, from, from Adam over there. So absolutely. You got DPW on demand everywhere. Uh, Adam, thank you again for joining us. We really appreciate it. Guys, we'll be right back here on the Spotlight. Thank you.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.